Alright, as the kids are going back, if you have your Bible tonight, turn to Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter number 26. So last week I told a story that I entitled The Butterfly Effect on how one person's obedience can affect people on the other side of the world. Um, And if you couldn't uh, hear that, if you weren't able to be here last week, it was recorded and it's up in the church podcast. And actually I shared it with, uh, well, I shared it with my uh, mom and I shared it with um, the guy Joe that I had mentioned. Um, But then they shared it with multiple people and I got multiple texts from other people that were in the story and uh, there was an actual butterfly effect from the story on the butterfly effect. So that was encouraging to me. Uh, I actually talked to Jerry Seltzer on Saturday about his computer, but it was half about other stuff. But that's just Jerry. As you guys met him, you, you can understand. And of course, a lot of the people in that story that I told are personal friends. And I got a lot of the information from their personal testimony tracks. Uh, just how they uh, became a Christian, how the Lord worked in their heart. So tonight, we are going to look at some reasons why you, personally, should write your own personal testimony track. Um, And I had put in here, and depending on the time, we'll get into some pointers on how to write your own personal testimony track. We're going to save that for next week. So tonight, we're going to look at the why, why, and I'm going back to my who, when, where, and all that, but I only have two points for, for this uh, this time. Uh, why we should write our own personal testimony track, and then next week, Lord willing, we will look at some ways how to write your own personal testimony track. I had you turn to Acts 26 to see an example of Paul uh, giving his personal testimony. Uh, it's, it's a long well, it's about 26 verses, so we're not, for time's sake, we're not going to read all those verses tonight, but this is Paul toward the end of his life and ministry, and he's standing before King Agrippa, and part of his defense of himself and of the gospel, which he gives in this, in this chapter, Uh, He starts with his own personal testimony from verse number 4 to about verse 26, I believe. Um, And if you would read the passage, you would see that he starts how he grew up, uh, how he was a Pharisee, then how he persecuted Christians because he thought that they weren't obeying the law of God. And then he details how Jesus got his attention then his point of salvation, and then his commission from Christ. We see it was an effective witness to King Agrippa, and because of his testimony, King Agrippa came to that point of almost being persuaded to be a Christian. I mean, that's that uh, infamous verse, verse 28, that Agrippa said unto Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Um, A personal testimony is uh, an effective witnessing tool. Um, and I would hope King Agrippa um, later on reconsidered what Paul had said and got saved. I don't believe we hear anything more about King Agrippa in the rest of the Bible, but Paul was 
used his own personal testimony as an effective witnessing tool. Now, there are a couple different types of personal testimony tracks. Um, I have a couple examples here. Uh, of course, we have this track uh, in our track rack. Um, it's about Mickey Mantle. Now, he was around in like the 60s, so less and less people probably even know who he is. But hardcore baseball fans will know who Mickey Mantle is. Even though he's a Yankee, he was a, he was a great baseball player. So uh, I don't know. I don't think he... Yeah, someone just took his, his words and his testimony um, and put it into this story. But this is a personal testimony of Mickey Mantle, um, how he came to Christ before he passed away. Um, then I have my personal testimony track. Um, I do need to update it, rewrite it. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked that skinny in a while. Um, but... Uh, I, I was looking through it. I'm like, you know what? I have some things I need to update in here. But this is my personal testimony track of how I got saved. Now, my mom uh, wrote this track after uh, she had cancer a couple years ago and came through it. Um, so, and it, it starts out with her cancer story and like it's, it was meant to relate to people who've had cancer. Um, but she does incorporate her own personal testimony track. Um, and then, uh, if you remember um, Brother Tim Anger, we prayed for him last year, and actually I will reference him a couple times later in the lesson tonight. But he wrote a similar track uh, about what he had went through with his, um, wow, what was it called? His heart thing. Yeah. Um, Aorta, yeah, that's what it was. Aortic dissection, yeah, whatever. But I mean, like ninety, some a really high percentage of people die from that, and the word spared him. So he wrote a track about that, and then of course he incorporated the gospel in that. Um, this is Katie's track. This is her personal testimony that she had written, and that was another picture of BK before kids. And then we wrote this track uh, after Sammy passed, and we were able to give uh, these out to the doctors. And it was, well, most of you probably read it, but um, it, uh, we're just, we talked about Samuel and how the Lord gave him to us and helped us through that trial. But then we, were able, then we wrote a gospel presentation. So those are some different examples of uh, personal testimony tracks. I mean, um, when you say testimony, it could be yeah, talking about how you came to Christ or just a testimony how, of God's goodness in your life. Either way, a testimony should be pointing people to Christ. Um, so, but tonight and next week, we're going to look specifically at writing your own personal testimony of how you got saved. And now we're going to look at, um, I believe, eight points of why to write uh, your personal testimony. And full disclosure, these points aren't original with me. I did adapt them from a lesson that Brother Tim Anger gave a couple of months ago at Lehigh Valley Baptist Church. So if Brother Tim, you are listening to this at some point, thank you. I plagiarized your work. And he was my principal in high school, so he would definitely call me out on that. 
But here is uh, the eight different points um, of why we should write your own personal testimony. First point is, each story is unique and is a trophy of God's grace. Everyone has a unique story of how they came to repentance toward God and faith toward Jesus Christ. Uh, in my own life, I needed to come to the point of acknowledging that I was lost and that the profession I had made wasn't genuine. I needed to repent of the sin of pride. Now, other people had other things that God had to show them, and they needed to repent uh, of... Uh, God had different things that... Uh, to show people different things that they needed to repent of. But it always comes down to that point of, okay, repenting and turning in faith. But that's all because of God's grace. And every story is a trophy of God's grace. And we want to be able to tell other people about how God has worked in our life and that of God's great grace. Uh, number two, story tracks get read. Uh, most everyone, like I was going to say everyone likes a story, well I can't say everyone, but most everyone likes a story, especially if it's your own story. I mean, think about how effective it is if I take my own personal track and go up to someone and hand it to them and say, this is how God worked in my life, here is my story. And it's my story, it's unique to me, and it's true. Um, I've heard of several people who are considered great communicators uh, in the business world and finances and all that um, leadership say that stories are a great way to communicate to people as people identify with stories. There is a greater chance that a personal testimony track gets read versus just a generic track. So story tracks get read and it's an opportunity to get to the gospel uh, to that person. Uh, another reason, reason number three, it's a good way to condense your own personal testimony. Um, writing your own testimony helps you condense your own story help and help put things in the correct order. I mean, honestly, I mean, like mine, I have three, well, three and a half short pages of my personal testimony. And honestly, it could be three times as long. But when you're giving out a track, you don't want it to be super long. You want to get it to come to a point. So writing your own personal testimony gives you an opportunity to condense that, to write it down, think through it, get it organized, and have it in a form that you can hand to someone else. And then uh, point number four, uh, reason number four, a personal, personal testimony track allows for open doors for the gospel. Um, at the end of Paul's testimony in Acts, he gives the gospel to Agrippa. And of course, if you read the passage, it talks about uh, Festus being there and then um, Bernice as well. Uh, the king, the governor, and Bernice. There was at least three people that were there to hear his testimony and that heard the gospel. Paul was able to use his testimony to then give the gospel. So that's, of course, I mean, the story's nice, but really, again, we're trying to point people to Christ and have a, a potential open door for the gospel. Gospel, yes. 
Uh, so, open doors for the gospel. Point number five, reason number five. Um, it's a good way to examine your own salvation or your, own, or your lack of salvation. Writing your testimony is one way that we can examine ourselves to see if we are in the faith. 2 Corinthians 13.5 If you go to write your testimony and realize you don't have anything to write down or can't remember the point of, your, of salvation in your own life, it would behoove you to examine yourself to see if you truly are saved. Brother Anger again, uh, he gave testimony that this exactly is the thing that happened to him. Um, when he was challenged by his pastor to write his personal testimony, uh, he realized he wasn't saved. He sat down to start thinking through uh, the steps that brought him to salvation, and he realized he wasn't saved. And as a result, he did get saved and then was able to write his testimony track. And actually, he's the one that spearheads a lot of this teaching, uh, helping people, because he's a principal, he's a teacher, an English teacher, so he can help people condense their stories and make it grammatically correct. Um, but uh, it's, it's a good way to see, like, okay, how did God actually work in my life? Am I truly saved? So it's a good opportunity to examine your own salvation. And then point number six, another good reason why you should write your own personal testimony, it's to renew the joy of your salvation. Last week when I was compiling the information for that story I gave, it gave me great joy and pointed me to Thanksgiving just seeing how God has worked in the past and gave me a chance to hear the gospel through that. Um, because uh, if it wasn't for the guy in the beginning of my story, I most likely wouldn't be standing here today. Um, I am a forgetful person, and I think I can say safely we are all forgetful people. Um, everyone agree with that? Yeah, thought so. It is good to remember what God has done for us and to give him praise and thanks. So it is a good way to renew the joy of your salvation. Uh, point number seven, reason seven, uh, it's, it would be an opportunity to testify at your own funeral and beyond. If you have your personal testimony written, it can be available at your funeral to be a witness to lost family and friends. It also gives hope to loved ones who are saved, knowing that you have a testimony of salvation and that you are in heaven. Uh, think about what we just learned about in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, with, uh, about Abel. Uh, Hebrews 11.4 says, By faith Abel offered, up, uh, or offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. And of course you could probably say that thing, or say the same exact thing about many other Bible characters. Uh, their testimony is reserved for us in the scripture and their testimony is still affecting people thousands of years later. So, have your testimony written, printed, and have an opportunity for it to be a testimony at your own funeral. Not to be morbid, but we're all going to die one day, and uh, it'd be, that would be a good resource to have at your funeral. 
And then the last reason we're going to look at tonight is, I mean, ultimately, we are commanded to be witnesses um, unto the world. Uh, God wants us to be getting the gospel out to others and pointing them to Christ. Having your personal testimony track written and available is one way you can be ready always, like it says in 1 Peter 3.15. And we harped on this, oh, I harped on this verse a lot when we were going through the um, apologetics course, but it applies here as well. 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. If you have your personal testimony written, have something small like this, um, you can even, there are many options of different things you can do. We can do, I can do, um, even put it like a business card size or um, have a, well, I haven't ever used one of these, but one of those little uh, coupon holders with the zipper. Uh, I'm sure your wife has used one. I know my mom had used one, but uh, you can get one of those and put tracks in it. And something small like this, you can keep it in your purse if you carried a purse or keep it in your car, but have a track ready that, yes, you might not have a full opportunity to give the gospel, but you'd have a greater chance of someone taking your own personal testimony versus even just a generic track, and it would be an opportunity to point them to Christ. So just to recap the eight different points, why write your own personal testimony? Each story is a trophy of God's grace. Story tracks get read. Helps you condense your testimony down. It opens doors for the gospel. It helps you examine your own salvation or lack of. It helps renew the joy of your salvation. It can be used to testify at your funeral and beyond. And then we are commanded to be witnesses unto everyone. So those are the reasons why you should write your testimony. Um, and Lord willing, next week we're going to go through just some practical pointers of how to write your personal testimony. And then I will be challenging each one of us to either write it, write your personal testimony, or rewrite it and up to make it more up to date because uh, that's what I need to do with mine. But it would be a, a good opportunity to do that. And uh, if it's something you would want to get printed and having a form like this, we, we can make that happen. Uh, we have some teachers that I'm sure would be... Uh, no, I'm just looking at you. No. Yeah, we, we'll be able to figure it out. And then I might need help from someone who knows how to format and print stuff. But we'll, we'll talk about that down the road. Uh, but we'll see. So just a thought for you. Think about that. But uh, I would challenge you to, um, to write your own personal testimony. And again, next week, Lord willing, we'll look at some pointers of how to do that.